Hello, my name is Tucker Johnson, and I am your host today as we experience NIMSI Live, where we talk about the latest and greatest in translation, localization, internationalization, culturalization, and all that fun stuff that global companies need to delight their international customers, or at least not to piss them off too much. On NIMSI Live, oh, that's that's not NIMSI Live. That's a, that's a different program that I was doing last night that you guys should all go watch on multilingual channels. Um, but anyways, intro or not, on this program we invite guests who like to have fun and also have some value to add for our audience of globalization professionals. I'm always glad to provide a platform to those with a good story or a good data set. So let us know if there are any topics you'd like covered or guests we should reach out to for future episodes. If you aren't already subscribed or following Nimsy Insights, now's your chance. If you're watching this and you hit that subscribe or follow button, then you will be the first to be notified when we have new live streams or when Nimsy Insights publishes new research. One thing I'd like to talk a little bit about today is Multilingual Magazine. You saw that intro, but Multilingual Magazine is running a special right now. We have introductory rates for six-month subscriptions to start out international and domestic rates i encourage you to go check out multilingual.com for more information the new the new magazine um the 200th issue of multilingual magazine 200th issue is just arriving on doorsteps around the world right now and next month is going to be a very exciting issue because we're focusing well i'm not going to spoil it for you i'm just not going to spoil it for you um Upcoming events in this industry, we've got, things are picking back up, people. Things are picking back up here in the industry. So I think it's time to go look at the industry events calendar, which we haven't really looked at for a while. Um, I'm kind of taking it over recently with the, with the NIMSI lives, but we also got Global Saki coming up. Great work being done over at Loke from Home. Of course, we have the NIMSI 100 webinar slash live stream slash readout that's coming up next week. And, of course, we have Localization World, which is coming up here on the calendar, and that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about today. But first, a little bit about the platform. We're here on LinkedIn. We like LinkedIn. Everybody's here with us already on LinkedIn, so it's very convenient for us. Um, those reaction buttons down there, you can hit those as many times as you want during the stream. So spam those reaction buttons if, if, something, if, you, if you hear something that you like. Invite a guest. Send a link to somebody else. If, if uh, there's someone in your network, a colleague, a boss, a client, that you think could get some value out of this. So make sure to be showing your appreciation during the stream down there. Now, our guest today really needs no introductions. It's Ms. Anne-Marie Colander-Lind. And this is, this is the lady you see. If you think Tucker is, if you, if you hate seeing my face all over the place, because I'm just always out there live streaming. You have Anne-Marie to blame for that, because Anne-Marie is the person who first gave me my first Twitter account, or taught me how to use Twitter. Isn't that right, Anne-Marie? That's absolutely right. I'm happy to be your twin tour, and I'm extremely happy to be here on the NIMSI Live Show. Is Thank it, you for having me. You're welcome. I'm sorry, I'm already going off script here. Jeez, I can't. <laughs> Anyways, the the second guest, the, the the most important guest, of course, here is you today, chat. Um, for those of you that are joining us live, looks like we've got about 20 people joining us live. Um, if you uh, will bring those comments up on screen, if you leave your comments in the chat, and we'll get to them. So if you have any questions for... This for myself or for Miss Anne Marie, then please please submit them. Getting right into it. 
Localization World has been a pillar in the localization community since I first started in the industry. It has been a place where industry professionals get together, share information, share stories, and share their lives with each other. The pandemic has taken its toll, but Localization World has pivoted to an online format. One side effect of this, a positive side effect, is that the conferences have become much more accessible and easier, I would say, um, perhaps not easier to manage in general, but easier to manage in new geographies. So we're going to new places. And next week marks some milestone as Localization World or localization worldwide, I should say, is coming to Africa. And today, I'm here to ask Anne-Marie, why? Anne-Marie, why are you going to Africa? Well, the easiest answer to that is, of course, why not? Ah. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thank you for joining NIMSI Live. This has been... <laughs> no, but more seriously speaking, I mean... Uh... Arranging a conference focus on Africa has been in the making since 2017. I remember. I, I filled out I those surveys. Of, yeah, I have been part of the localization uh, or local lo world team since since then or even before that. And uh, we always discussed it, but we always came to the challenge of which Africa. Yeah, are we right. going to do it in Egypt? Are we going to do it in, in South Africa? Africa? Are we going South to Africa, Nigeria, Africa. Kenya, Ghana? And we would have had... Wait, wait. So, so are there like different states inside Africa? Is that what, <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell me? You're like... Mm -hmm. Okay, never mind. 54, 54 of them, oh, I think, oh, if I'm okay. not mistaken. All right, mm -hmm. it's not just one big conglomerate. Okay. Thanks. For, not at all. Thanks for confirming that. Already adding value to our audience. The more you know, guys. <laughs> And, and this this was the biggest challenge. So which Africa are we going to? And, and how are we going to make sure that we can be an inclusive event? Because that is what we always tried to be. Uh, we would have picked a country where infrastructure is good, traveling is easy, the local community is big, or should we go to more rural areas? So we always sort of left it hanging there. And the silver lining, yes by this pandemic is that we are now virtual. It's going to be our fifth or not sixth virtual conference. And uh, now we can invite anyone who's interested in localization in Africa, for Africa, or just curious about what is going on there. So we are super excited about this opportunity to uh, to bring local to Africa. Yeah, and fr from a participant perspective, it's exciting. It's more accessible, and also from a speaker perspective, it, it's more um, accessible because you're you're able to draw on a wider range of talent because you're not tied to people with people with budget, right? And I think that. I've been going to I've been going to conferences for as long as you and Marie, but I've been going to conferences for a few years now, and I, I can count on one hand, two hands, maybe, but I certainly wouldn't have to take off my shoes in order to count the number of African colleagues that I've I've met at conferences, and, and that's and that's localization world. Not to call out localization, it's all of them. But that's localization world, the in-person events as well. And I don't think that's any fault of anybody. It's just simply that um, you know, company, companies that don't have the resources to send salespeople to 19 conferences a year um, are missing out, and subsequently, we're all missing out because we don't get to hear from them. So true, so true, Tucker, and. Uh... 
Well, now this is this is the first attempt, um, and uh, we have uh, an amazing speaker lineup. Uh, I think uh, lots of interesting sessions, but more importantly, we are seeing a lot of new faces amongst the people who have already signed up. I'm learning so much uh, in my outreaches for you know to find new uh, networks to communicate with and uh, in conversations with uh, a lot of amazing people. So uh, I think this is um, yeah, it's our way of opening a door to Africa for Africa to local to local to Africa, and hopefully uh, this is just the beginning of a of a new era where we can have more focused. Uh, conferences, regional conferences uh, under the Luck World brand. And, and so to tell me about the topic. So what's different? Is anything, is this just same old Luck World, same Luck World we all know and love, you know, not much new going on. Why break it if it, or why fix it if it ain't broken kind of thing? Or are we doing anything different? Um, different, different continent, different, different approach. Well, I think the biggest difference is that you wouldn't recognize at least more than half of the speakers, I think, in the lineup. Uh, so we have a lot of new uh, faces there, new brands, new companies that we are getting to know. Uh, we did a little pre-taste of the conference, a taste of Local World on this on Monday this week. And Donna Parrish and I, we were comparing notes and we said, you know, at a regular Local World conference, uh, when they were in-person conferences, both of us would spend 90% of the time networking because we care for the people attending. We are in the conference, uh, the exhibition area. But now we look well, at the program and say, We care for people that we are have attending. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's like, that's like the thing that I've never, you know, that's like the, the quiet part I've never wanted to say out loud. Mm -hmm. But the look worlds that I have gone to, I don't go to the sessions. I pay for the sessions, but I don't go to them. Maybe I go to like one or two, right? And I, but well, I, I don't think that's like a slight against the speakers to say that. I choose to think of that as like a, it speaks volumes about the quality of people walking in the halls. Because mm -hmm. I'd much rather be out, you know, talking with all the, the my, my, Look, world's like a family reunion now. I mean, you go to two or three of these things, especially if you show up to those, um, you know, newcomers meetings that San Marie and Aki and a bunch of other folks volunteer for. Um, you will walk away with those. You go to two. You go to three in a row. You go to that first one and you stick out your hand. You make an ass out of yourself and you meet some new people. And then you go to that second one. You don't have to do that again. Guess what? You just met that, you know, now, now you're not going into a conference. You're going back to hang out with your, hang out with your colleagues and learn. Yeah. And that's always been the value of local world for me. You yeah, and, the, and this, I think has been an important uh, lesson learned, uh, transforming from live conferences to, into the virtual environment is that we, at a very early stage, uh, we, we researched the market for what would be the best uh, networking tool. Mm. Because most platforms where you host uh, the sessions, where you can have a solution square, exhibition area, Q&A, all of those things, it's not meant to be talking peer-to-peer -peer and having a conversation. So we, we or my, my colleague, rather, Oksana, she uh, detected Remo. I think she was first in the industry. Uh, yeah about two years ago and we all just loved it and we have now uh, made sure and we have done multiple tests that Remo also works uh, 
in Africa. We have had multiple people That's, helping us. To I'm, test gl- it. I'm glad someone on your team thought of testing that. Um, yes. <laughs> Cause that seems like you know, the type of thing that could really screw up a party is like the day of just having bandwidth issues and connectivity issues and. Yeah, and we know we know there are bigger challenges, uh, and this is actually also why many of the sessions uh, for local wide Africa are pre-recorded, just in case. Yeah, just in case, um, it, it's yeah. hey, I'm I'm Mister Livestream. I've always got a Plan B, right? So it's like I, I know you need to have that pack up just in case. So because that's that that was when we first started getting into all of this. Um, these remote conferences, there was a learning curve for all of us. Mm-hmm. I think our industry did a lot better than most industries out there moving to remote because we're already pretty remote. But um, there was a huge, huge learning curve. I, I, I want to take a moment here because I see folks down there in the comments, and I want to ask you, well, first of all, I want to show some speakers. Here. Well, let's just do that. I'm going to show some speakers. Um, LocalWorld.com, events, LocalWorld46, Africa. A um, lot of speakers. So I did the whole thing last night where I was going to sit down and like comment on my post and tag all of the speakers, that super annoying thing. I was going to do that for you, Anne-Marie, so that you didn't have to. I was going to take one for the team. But LinkedIn deleted my comment halfway through. And I just screw it. Oops. <laughs> but I, I didn't know what I was getting into because there are a ton of speakers here. Name, like you said, mm-hmm. names that I know. Ralph Bonaduce. Hey, Ralph. Um, Bellan. Of course, I know Bellan. Um, Tim Brooks, um, yeah, so, so some usual suspects here, Soren, um, Jan Grodetsky, but a lot of folks that I've just never met before, and that's super exciting. And, and what I would recommend for, for folks, and this is what I was trying to comment on LinkedIn last night, is even if – even if you're not going to local world, even if you're busy and, and you don't you don't have time to go to local worldwide Africa, there are some really awesome people in here, and I recommend reaching out to them and connecting, either on LinkedIn or whatever. Um, build your network, and I, I Tucker Johnson, I'm going to give you permission to do that. And if they get mad at you for reaching out, then say Tucker sent me, because <laughs> that's what local world's about, right? Local world's about building connections, so. Hey, if you sign up as a speaker for Local World, you don't get to complain about people sending you connection requests. <laughs> that's that's so true, Tucker. And yeah, I agree with you. There are lots of people that are new to me and uh, we're so happy to have them. And they have put in a lot of resources in helping us also to reach out to to uh, the regional communities, to language associations and to, to others uh, in Africa. So we are super thankful and grateful for for all the work that they have been doing and uh yeah we're excited about uh the program and and as i said it's it's localization for africa and in africa for africa Africa. yeah it's not for local to go and tell africa how to do localization or the other way around it's it's both ways yeah that would be there's some history there that that would be a little problematic Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and, but that's what I'm excited. And also, shout out to Addie, um, who I see you lurking in the comments there, Addie. Shout out to Addie and all the work that she's doing over there at Bowlingo. She's all she's killing Clubhouse, guys. If you thought Clubhouse was dead in the localization industry, then you aren't you aren't following enough African colleagues in the industry because she's keeping it alive and she's doing a lot of work over there. So, shout out to Addie, and also. Any, I want to I look at some of these because there's some very nice videos here. I want to look at some of these, if you don't mind, Anne-Marie. 
um, of, the, of the speakers. But I also want to give an invite. If anyone's in the comment section watching small group today, that's chill. Um, small group, so that means intimate. That means you might want to come up on stage with us. So anyone, open invitation to anybody um, who is a speaker here or who is attending. If you're a speaker or if you're attending Localization World, go to live.nimsy.com and you will dial into a Google Meet and we'll get you up on screen. And camera on or off, your decision. I've got, I've got options for both. But... Hi, everybody. My I want to talk to Ricky. Media, a company based in Johannesburg, South Africa, uh, where I'm speaking to you from. I'm really excited about Lockworld uh, this year, especially Lockworld 46 being around the topic of Africa. Um, it's really exciting. I'm, I'm so honored to be one of the presenters this year, and I'll be talking about why small languages are big business in Africa currently. I'll be speaking from my experience in advertising, media, and the digital spaces particularly, and I'm really hoping to see you there. So if you haven't bought your ticket yet, this is the right time to do it. See you there. Thank you. Rick, Ricky Kool is great. Ricky's based in South Africa, and he runs, he, he runs a lot of stuff now. Like they're, they're kind of blowing up. I think he's made some investments. Um, What's going on, everyone? Oh, Junior. my goodness. Autoplay. Did we have sound on that, Tucker? Because I couldn't hear him. I oh. could read the subtitles, From, but oh. I didn't hear him. Yeah, we had. They had sound. You didn't. Let me route your microphone. I'm so sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. I, I I did the subtitling, so I know what he said. <laughs> yeah. So 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 you're very familiar with what's going on. Well, let's let's hear from another one here. Who we got here on Twitter? Jumbo. My name is Paul Warambo. And I'm looking forward to attend Lockworld 46 Africa. I'm participating from Nairobi, Kenya. Did you know that Swahili is spoken by over 180 million people across East and Central Africa? This is an important lingua franca of this region. I hope to see you virtually in March. Asante sana. Asante sana. Asante All right. Let's do one more. And then I want to put you back in the hot seat here. <gasps> we got Addy. Addy Kulibali. Hi, my name is Addy Namarwan Kulibali, and I'm one of the speakers at Love Worldwide Africa. I'll be speaking during a session on the gaps and opportunities in the African LSP landscape from Accra, Ghana, where I am based. Interestingly, um, Ghana is one of the most peaceful countries on the continent of Africa, and it's also the first country in sub-Saharan Africa to gain independence from colonial rule. I look forward to having you attend my session on the 8th of March, 2022. Thank you and see you there. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Eddie's great. So, so that's just a taste here. I've got some more videos that I... That Donna sent, Donna Parrish sent. Addie, we heard from you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> calm down, Addie. Calm down. Addie, though, you can join live.mz.com. Come on up here with us. I dare you. Um, the schedule, not the schedule, the program. So we talked a little bit about the speakers, and it's, it's really great to be hearing African voices. I would be very disappointed if it was a bunch of people that look like me um, just showing up and talking at 
people dialing in from Africa. I would, I would not, I would have feelings about that. So I'm very mm -hmm. glad to see all of, all of the different speakers. But tell me about the topics. Tell me about the agenda. Was it was having the focus be on Africa? How did that affect the types of topics and um, sessions that you wanted to get for the conference? Well, we we have sessions on best practices, both. Uh, from experiences from the African uh, language services providers. There is a panel uh, with several companies represented, uh, African companies. So that's one aspect. So there's a lot of also insights in challenges, uh, language challenges, um, how to choose from the many languages that uh, you could have, but how do you select? How do you prioritize your the the, uh, the um, languages that you are localizing into. Um, and then we also have some uh, case studies or best practices from international brands as we know them. So we have, for instance, Airbnb. I know that Salvo was a guest of yours here on, on Nimsy Live not long ago. Oh, he's, he's going to share. He's about to be a guest again here because I got a video from him queued up. <laughs> whether, he, whether he likes it or not, he's coming back to Nimsy Live. That's good. No, but he's going to share uh, their localization journey and what prompted them to choose the languages that they did and how they um, how they have localized the product and services for the African uh, market. So that is definitely going to be one of the highlights. Um, uh, what else do we have? Well, we have a wonderful keynote. Uh, I met him virtually. Uh, the other day, uh, as always at the local conferences, we have chosen a keynote that is not from our industry because we know that we have a lineup of speakers yeah. who can talk about localization. So uh, this is, as always, an external, external from our industry uh, keynote speaker. You guys always do a really good job of, well, like, my old joke that I used to say um, behind your back, of course, uh, when, when I get done at Local World is when you're done with Local World, what do people talk about? They talk about two things. They talk about the keynote and they talk about the food. <laughs> right? So all of the stress that you're like, I want to get a good program. I want to add value. I want to provide opportunities. It's like yeah, people are there to eat and, you know, listen to a fun story from somebody that flew in and from somewhere else. The good news here is that everyone is responsible for their own food. No complaints yeah. from food this year. BYO uh, food. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I know. And uh, it has always been important to Local World to uh, put someone on stage to, you know, get that energy into the room, have a conversation piece that people can engage with or through the conference. And uh, it's not my work. It's This is almost alone Donna Parrish. Uh, yeah, she's a machine. She's a machine. Like you went offline last night and she just picked up and Marie scheduled this like 12 hours ago. I don't know when she scheduled it, but it was like 16 hours ago. So, um, yeah, this is a last minute event, but yeah, Donna Paris just jumped in and I, you went I, I tried to get to you actually Tucker, last week, but I know that you were elsewhere. My I, wife. I, yeah. You, yeah. You saw, you, you follow me on Facebook, you know, I was out having fun with the kids. Yeah. So I was on vacation last week. How dare I go on vacation? You mentioned our friend Salvo. Let's hear what he has to say. Hi, everyone. I'm Salvo Giamadesi, head of localization at Airbnb. 
I'm talking to you from San Francisco, where I will be attending Lock World Africa. Uh, if you're interested to know about how Airbnb entered Africa and how we localized our products, please come attend my talk um, at Lock World Africa in March. See you there. Ciao. 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 Thank you. Sal Salvo's great. Salvo's a very dynamic speaker, and every time he opens his mouth, I learn something. So um, make sure make sure if you're going to local, I feel sorry because you guys have multiple tracks. And that's my next question. You guys have multiple tracks. So I feel sorry if someone's in a competing track with self. <laughs> well, we have two tracks uh, and uh, well, the keynote and also Savos, one of Savos two appearances will be uh, in a single track. So oh. he has the opening opening session on day two of the conference where we will be hosting that uh, as a solo event or solo session. Uh, but the good news again with the virtual conference is that everything will stay on the platform for a time after the conference. So, if but you not indefinitely, people, though, right? So, because no, I, 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 I don't want people thinking like, oh, you know, I'm busy next week, but I'll watch the recordings. Well, you know, don't don't count your chickens before they hatch, right? Like they, there might not be recordings for how long are the recordings going to be available, and who are they going to be available to? Well, I'm a little bit vague because I don't know ex the exact date, but I think it's like six weeks after the conference. Okay. So you can still access the recordings. But I would like to stress that the benefit of actually being there, that some of the sessions will have live Q&A. You can be part of the conversation and all the networking opportunity is not recorded. You cannot go to Remo. You cannot access conversations with your industry peers. You cannot make new friends if you're watching a recording. So for no other reason, you should be there while the conference is live because we have, I think it's four networking sessions on Remo per day. So yeah. lots, and, lots of opportunities to and, interact. And for those of you out there who have not experienced a conference on the Remo platform, um, I've, I've, I've dialed into local worldwide conferences on the platform before. It's good. It's good. I like it. And I'm... I'm not necessarily a hater, but I am a online event platform skeptic. I am very difficult to please when it comes to online events. Um, I think that might be a little like live streamer rivalry going on with because there's overlap there. But um, so I, I just say that to say this. If I say it's good, then take my word for it because what they do is they put you in there's different areas there's different rooms and you can go and you can choose to go sit down at a table and join a conversation much like much like you're at a conference and you're at a conference and there's different tables around everyone's got a cup in their hands and they're chit-chatting they're having a lot of fun and you're awkwardly standing in the corner like it's a middle school dance and you just walk up to a table and you stand there and you just join a conversation and bam now you have new friends it, it, it's basically that same experience except it's like a video game. So that, that's yeah. my, that's my plug nice for the platform. I'm not on the payroll for, for, for the platform, but it's, um, it's good. No, we, we should all have bought shares in various platforms early during the pandemic. We all should have done uh, many things. People who did, they are lacking now, but no, but Remo works very well. And as I said, in the beginning, we have tried it and, and tested it. It's even possible to, to join uh, on a cell phone in case you don't have uh, the bandwidth and you can, you can access the desktop. Uh, you can access via phone. It's not 
exactly the same experience, but at least you can you can uh, engage in the conversation. So that's that's really cool. Who's the? That I think I think I think we owe a shout out to some sponsors here. Tell me about the sponsorship. Who who are the companies that are helping you put this together out there? I should ask because I think that list might be longer than just the list of sponsors. Well, we have uh, we have great help uh, for every local program. We have a new program committee. We have few committee members who are coming back from conference to conference, but we also uh, always invite people from the region, in this case, from Africa, from companies representing uh, countries in Africa to participate in the program committee to make sure that we uh, can provide a comprehensive program, which is of interest to, uh, to in this case, to Africa. Um, and these people have been super helpful, uh, non-mentioned, non-forgotten. They will uh, be getting um, some, you know, credits during the conference, but I don't want to start uh, talking about them because I might forget someone. In yeah, I, I heard I heard a great saying the other day. It's like, I will mention nobody so that I leave out nobody or so that I forget. I forget. God damn, I screwed that one up. But there's a great quote. It's like, I'm not, I think it was Donna that, that I learned that from. Donna did a LinkedIn post, I think. Donna Parrish says like, I will mention nobody so that I leave out nobody. And I'm like, oh, that's classy. I like that. That's, it. that's a good say. Yeah, so I will stick to that principle. Uh, but in, the, in addition to that, I would also like to uh, highlight, um, I mean, we, Lokwell has always been a, a great supporter of uh, Translators Without Borders. Of course, we have uh, a lot of contacts uh, at or Clear Global, um, so they have also been very helpful in, in uh, you know, evaluating uh, topics and also uh, introducing us to people. We have had an initiative to reach out to as many uh, language associations as we can, because we do know that one of the challenges uh, taking local to Africa is the um, price per ticket which mm. is, um, can be, you know, it's not cheap. very hard for some. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I mean, conferences and it's not like local world's the only expensive conference. Um, historically mm -hmm. conferences are expensive. They're expensive to host. They're expensive to put on and they're expensive to attend. And I hope it doesn't matter what I hope it matters what happens, but when conferences come back on, in person, I'm interested to see the dynamic that happens because there there is a cohort of people in our industry that's very eager to start getting stamps in their passport again. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be interesting to see what what we do as an industry. And I'm not going to put like local world in the hot spot. It's all of us. What are we going to do as an industry to make sure that we retain that level of inclusion and accessibility that have kind of been frankly, an unintended side effect of moving to remote, um, but a side effect that we really like, how do we retain that as we go back um, mm -hmm. into in-person or hybrid or whatever? But uh, you mentioned Clear Global, so I would be remiss not to plug that. Clear Global is um, Translators Without Border and Clear Global working together here. Um, oh, here's their homepage I wanted to show you, but... It, uh, we've been talking a lot, and the folks over at Multilingual News, Multilingual Magazine, have been doing great coverage on stuff in, that's happening in Ukraine right now and how that's affecting folks in our industry. But there is 
opportunities to donate, to volunteer, to sign up. Um, there are forms to fill out if you if you are feeling in a mood to donate your linguistic skills or management skills or otherwise to help the people that are affected by what's going on in Ukraine right now. So, yes, I think um, mentioning the language association. So what we did was to uh, offer their members um, a big discount on the registration fee. Nice. We have also been encouraging uh, African headquartered translation companies and offering them 50% off for uh, exhibiting if nice. they were interested in that. Uh, and the language associations have been, um, yeah, they, they've been enthusiastic. Let's see uh, how many actually uh, signs up, but at least this is again a way for us to reach people that we otherwise would not reach because these are people that we don't have in our uh, network so far. So we have uh, an association in Ghana. We have the East African Interpreters and, Trans and Translators Association, uh, the Language Service Providers of Nigeria, South African Translators Institute, and uh, EAGLES, the Egyptian Association for Globalization and Language Solutions. I just want to, to highlight those because if you are a member and you're listening in now or you're listening later on on the recording of this conversation, you should reach out to your association and ask for for the special discount code. And um, so we're very grateful for the collaboration that we have had with the uh, Regional Language Association. We wish we would have had more. Uh, these were the ones that we could, um, could uh, for the time being at least, uh, engage. It's, it's, uh, it's not, and this is, I'm not saying this with any disrespect, but it's not a mature, I don't want to say mature market. The market looks very different than the rest of the world, the market for language services in, in Africa. And I'll also plug, there's a great podcast. It's called um, the African Africa LSP podcast. It's by Addy. Addy, you're in the comments. Link to it, please. If you can, I'm plugging for you here. But she interviews Johan Botha, um, who is also in the comments, I believe. He runs an LSP down in um, South Africa, and they talk about that. They talk a lot about, like, what is, you know, what's going on in Africa? How is it different than Europe? But for those of us that are, you know, haven't dipped our toe in the African waters, I, I will tell you it's not – it looks very differently. It looks very differently, and that's not to say that it's less mature, more mature. It's to say that the um, African industry that they've built up, that has organically been built up around itself um, or, or around the needs presented there, is custom-suited to adapt to the, the, the environment that they're, they're dealing, that they're in, regulatory, government, or lack thereof, and also adapted to just – for the culture, right? It, it works is what I'm trying to say. It's a fancy way of trying to say like the way that they're doing localization over in Africa, it, if it works for them, great. But I do, if, if I was a button man, I'm not, but if I were, I'd have my money on the African LSP landscape coming up. You know, I, I'm very interested in watching that in the next five to 10 years because mm -hmm. in theory, there's, there's not much holding them back from becoming powerhouses, you know, Ghana, you got a low-cost English labor force, English-speaking labor force, educated, and just why are why are more LSPs not sending you know opening up shop in Ghana? Oh, that's a different conversation. But anyway, sorry, I, I, I'm going off on a tangent. But local world. Oh, don't worry. 
Love Love World. World. Yeah. So you are asking who else is behind? Well, we have two conference sponsors. I can do a shout out to them, right? We yeah. Yeah. Translated. Um, translation back, back office, office and translated uh, are sponsors of the conference. We're very grateful to have them. We have um, a solution square, our exhibition area, virtual. Uh, with uh, a couple of companies there. We also offer these language associations to have a free booth so that they can get some visibility for to the attendees coming to Lokworld uh, to know that there is a language association in Ghana and uh, how to reach them and what types of members do they have. Could perhaps open up a wealth of resources for any language service provider who is there in the audience at Lokworld. Um, so... Yeah, we're trying to do um, different things. And we also have uh, two very nice initiatives. So Lionbridge and Lokworld are uh, partnering in support of education in the field of localization for those who are eager to learn. So this is a late, uh, late coming news. Uh, so there is a scholarship in the courtesy of Lionbridge. So if anyone listening now or have friends or have others who would really like to come but cannot fund the entrance fee for Look Worldwide or the workshops, the global toolbox sessions that we are hosting the week after Look World, there is a form on the registration site where you can uh, apply for a scholarship. And uh, Lionbridge is then waiving the ticket for these people if you can give a short uh, explanation. So particularly this is aimed for young talents, uh, linguists, translators, but also others who would like to eager to learn more or maybe entering the localization uh, industry and uh, they don't know where to start. So I think this is a beautiful initiative and uh, we're happy to to announce it. It is yeah, just came about yesterday, so it's really. Is there is late. there one scholarship available? How many scholarships are available? It depends on. Uh, there is a total value, but let's we're, we're talking about right, 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 hundreds. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, so the point is, the moral of the story is, if um, if that's what's keeping you, if that's what's keeping you, if if you're prevented from going to local world because of cost considerations, um, don't be. Is essentially, I think, the takeaway there. Don't don't be um, prevented from going to local world just because of cost, because there are folks out there that are willing to pick up the tab. Yeah. Thank you, Lionbridge. They're doing a lot of cool stuff. I mean, they're they're yeah, out there. They they're out there. They are out guys. there, definitely. And but I also would like to, even this is not open for everyone, but I also would like to say that we we localize has also a training program for junior talents. Uh, in Africa, which includes um, students in Tanzania, Nigeria, and Ethiopia. In total, 32 students, and they are also waiving the tickets for these young talents to participate in the world. So, again, a uh, very nice initiative because, yeah, we know that the price is an issue for many of these people to be able to attend the conference. And these are just two examples of, of uh, and in addition, the associations, uh, the work that they are doing. So, yeah, there are ways to get into the conference without paying a full ticket. Well, I think I think that's the best news that we are going to have today. So it's all downhill from here. Do you? Uh, why don't we? Why don't we start wrapping this up, Miss Anne Marie? Do you have any closing thoughts for us? Oh my goodness, the African music came on. How appropriate. <laughs> 
No, I just, um, yeah, as I said in the start of the conversation, uh, to us, this is a door opener. Uh, we hope that we have made a lot of new friends and uh, widen our horizon and broaden our network. And uh, I hope to see many of you next week. We start Monday, 7th of March, uh, with an opening reception. And then the conference is being held on West African time zone, which is the same as Central European time zone. Convenient for me, hard for <laughs> my colleagues in the US. Yeah. Uh, and it's two days full conference, Tuesday and Wednesday next week. And if you can't make it this time, Keep an eye out for the next opportunity. Yeah. Follow Loke World on LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever you get your propaganda, and you'll be notified when they get the when they when they do the next one. Well, thank you, Anne Marie. I'm gonna I'm gonna close it up here. Ladies, gentlemen, join me in in the comment section, spamming that like button like I'm doing right now. To show your appreciation for Anne Marie and everybody on the Local World team, everybody at Translated, Translation Back Office, everybody at We Localize and Lion Bridge that are stepping up, stepping up with sponsorships. Like the we we want it, the industry wants this to see this succeed, and it will succeed. So I, I'm very excited to that Anne Marie asked me to be a part of that, so I can help promote it. If you enjoyed this Nimsy Live experience, then join us next time as. Is there a next time? Um, yeah. Oh, boy. There is a next time. Next time is in one hour. I will be doing a two-hour workshop on something. Oh, managing customer expectations, I believe. I don't know. It's going to be great. It's a two-hour workshop, and it's free. So I don't I don't know what more you need to hear from that. Shortly after that, at 10.15 Pacific Standard Oh, 11.30? Okay, at 11.30 Pacific Standard Time, I'll be talking to a Corby's Jesse Glaceman. We're going to be talking about cybersecurity and the effect that it has on localization. We set this up a couple weeks ago. In the meantime, some stuff happens, and there's all sorts of cybersecurity, cyber attacks going on in the world right now. So the topic is more timely now than ever. I appreciate our guest, Anne-Marie. I appreciate everybody in chat who's contributing, even though nobody was brave enough to go to live.nimsy.com and come up on screen with us. And I appreciate everybody in the industry that's really coming together to make localization world a success. And with that, say bye, Emery. Thanks for having me, Tucker. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs>